Hey, Fort Worth, I'm Maddie Parker, and I'm honored to be the mayor of this city. We are growing, innovating, and moving forward together. It's go time in Fort Worth. Hey, Fort Worth, welcome back to Go Time. In this podcast, I talk to interesting and innovative people in our community, and I talk to you about what's going on in your local government. In today's episode, we're going to go behind the dais of our February 28th City Council meeting. And I also want to talk to you about a few highlighted items from the Housing Finance Corporation Board and the Crime Control Prevention District Board. So let's get to it. Okay, so think of this episode as really me walking through some of those important items from the most recent council meeting. And one thing I wanted to bring up came from the city council meeting on Tuesday, deals with council proposals. So first thing you might want to know is what is a council proposal? Um, As a reminder, we're a city manager form of government. We're not strong mayor. And our city manager and the team really set the agenda for every city council meeting um, based on the issues that are facing the city at the time and things we need to get get moving and go forward with. Well, we also have a process called a council proposal that allows individual council members to come up with different ideas to try to get them onto the agenda. Candidly, oftentimes the CP is used for things that might need a little more attention from the public, or at times some things that may be more contentious in nature. Maybe there's not a full agreement from the dais from the council members or from city management that this item really warrants an agenda item, and it allows council members to work alongside their colleagues to get something on the agenda. So previous to the decision we made um, on CPs on Tuesday, here's what normally would happen. You only needed two signatures. So for example, you could have had Carlos Flores and Alan Blaylock, two different council members, sign together on a CP and bring something forward. We did a lot of research um, using our city attorney's office to understand what it would look like for a CP process to have an enhanced signature would mean going from two signatures to three right now with our current nine council members. Now, I should preface this by this idea really came from Councilmember Michael Crane um, for two reasons. First, he wanted wanted to work on this number of signatures needed for a CP, but he also really wanted to return to a level of fiscal transparency and responsibility that we have um, at City Council. In my opinion, our number one priority is to be really good stewards of taxpayer dollars for the city of Fort Worth. So the number one thing this council proposal did first is create a fiscal statement necessary for any CP. So there may be some wonderful ideas that council members may have um, that that are created by the CP process going from two now to three signatures, but you also need to make sure as taxpayers, this is actually not only just a good idea, but how do we pay for it, especially when it's outside the typical budget process. As a reminder, we have a very robust process that we go through with department heads every single year. Our fiscal year um, runs from October 1st through the fiscal year ending in September 31st. And to get things right, my opinion is, is as your mayor, is those things need to be vetted through the budget process. How are we weighing the pros and cons, just like each of us do in our family budgets, making hard decisions? And while we've all had wonderful ideas proposed from these council proposals, you got to be able to pay for it. And that was really the gist of this fiscal statement. I'm very proud of Councilmember Crane putting this idea forward. It was seconded by Alan Blaylock. And for those of you that might be, you know, civic government government junkies, you can go back and watch the debate that took place. Not every council member really agreed, not necessarily disagreeing on the fiscal statement. So there was some disagreement with it, but really about process and how quickly we voted. For a variety of reasons, I felt strongly this wasn't a big change in process. It was just adding one additional signature and also making sure we have better fiscal transparency and protections, even if it's a council's wonderful idea moving forward. The other thing I really wanted to bring up actually wasn't during the city council meeting. 
It was during our Housing Finance Corporation meeting. Let me start by saying, what is the Housing Finance Corporation? Well, this is an arm of the city that really just helps us finance residential ownership housing developments across the city. We reinvest different dollars from other projects and development fees and are able to use these monies um, towards important affordable housing projects across the city. And we made a huge investment in the city of Fort Worth in partnership with Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary and two important nonprofits in our community, One Safe Place and Samaritan House. So let's talk about what this project really achieved. So let me give you the basics. We learned that the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary was selling student housing with a price tag of $11 million, which equaled 140 units. It's about three blocks bordered by McCart Avenue and is an ideal location to put permanent supportive housing, especially for families in our city. So here's how we made this project work. First, it took a $5 million commitment by the Safe City Commission, doing business as the One Safe Place organization, $4.1 million for the city of Fort Worth, um, using some previous commitments we had with Samaritan House, and then $1.1 million commitment by the Rainwater, Morris, Eamon Carter, and Sid Richardson Foundations, And lastly, an $800,000 commitment by the Apollos Foundation. We're incredibly excited about this. One Safe Place and Samaritan House have created a new partnership. Approximately 70 units will be used for victims of domestic violence and their families, and the other 70 units for homeless families and supportive housing. This matters for a variety of reasons. Number one, it continues our commitment to building affordable housing for our homeless individuals in this city. You cannot change homelessness without housing. And the city has funded more than $30 million in projects in recent years, something I'm incredibly proud of. And then we couldn't have done this without working alongside our philanthropic partners that are already listed off. Kudos to them for stepping up really quickly to make all this possible. Just think of this this project as a private-public partnership that came together because of the ingenuity and willingness to work together, both by the leadership and the board at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, our private sector partners, our public sector partners. And in the end, we now have 140 units that likely will come online and be available for housing as soon as this summer. Um, A big move in the right direction for the city of Fort Worth, and I'm very excited to announce that today. Let's shift gears for a second and talk about um, one of the biggest items we discussed at our Crime Control Prevention District meeting that happened after City Council. So it's, it's a known fact across the country, especially after COVID and during COVID, frankly, we saw cities across this country really face an increase in violent crime. So if you're a resident in Fort Worth, I'm sure you're asking, okay, what is the mayor and the council and city management and importantly, our police department doing about it? Under Chief Noakes, they created the Fort Worth Safe Initiative to really laser focus on how to drive violent crime down in the city of Fort Worth. And I'm very proud to tell you that their hard work of our individual officers across the city is absolutely working. From 2021 to 2022, we've seen a decrease in over 13% in violent crime across the city of Fort Worth. And some really important statistics are moving in the right direction, including a decrease by 25% in murder, And in these non-fatal incidents, especially pertaining to domestic violence victims, we've we've seen an over 20% decrease. And we see this because of a concentrated effort, stronger and smarter investments um, across the city to really focus on violent crime. We want the bad guys off the streets. We want illegal guns off the streets. And you can't do those things without smart investments at City Hall. 
I was very proud of the report we got from CCPD and Chief Aldridge on Tuesday. And importantly, I want our residents to know that while we still have tremendous amount of work to do, the city of Fort Worth is moving in the right direction and we are taking public safety very seriously as a top priority. So I appreciate you listening to this update. Just as a reminder, we put a few additional pieces of information in the description if you want to click through, see presentations, dive in more deeply, and come back every week to learn more about what's happening in your city council meetings. I want to have more of these more informal conversations to kind of understand what's happening behind the dais at your four city council meetings. Thanks for joining me. Learn more about GoTime and nominate a future GoTime guest at fortworthtexas.gov backslash GoTime. Listen to the show wherever you get your podcast. GoTime is produced by staff here at the City of Fort Worth. Bethany Warner, Katie Reese, and John Michael Perkins. Katie and John Michael also produce our Water Utilities podcast, H2OMG. Give it a listen.